You're listening to the Get Fucking Real Show. Strap in as your host, Lisa Cherney, takes you on a ride full of GFR moments. From powerful messages to exclusive interviews to untold stories of super shitty moments before big successes. And even real-life confessions. Lisa's been mentoring millionaire entrepreneurs for over 20 years, coaching top coaches and tapping her mighty woo-woo side to mentor the best of the best spiritual peeps. It's time to bring on the straight talk from successful, soulful entrepreneurs, inspiring you to live without regrets, to create your legacy, and be unapologetically you. And now, it's time to GFR. Life is too short to be a slave to your own dream Cause I'm working too hard And I want to feel so alive I jump out of bed because I love my life Living on my terms, I know that I will thrive Being myself, clarity will arrive So I'll stand out and be J-U-I-C-Y Hello, everybody. Welcome to the GFR show. I am super excited. The behind the scenes wizard of the GFR show, Aaron Tilston, my producer and also the marketing manager for my company, is with me today. So if you're watching the video, you see her and she's waving, but I'm going to uh, introduce her formally here in just a minute. I am super excited to, today to talk about our marketing confessions and to talk about something that we are calling the unlaunch, which is a launch alternative. <laughs> In the spirit of the GFR show, we have to start with our confession, so we will. But I just want to say welcome to the show. If you haven't, if this is your first GFR show episode, I am applauding your losing your GFR show virginity. Erin is losing her GFR show virginity for, from being behind the curtain. And I'm excited to have a dialogue to really like help Aaron and I and everybody listening release a marketing baggage. It is time. It is just time to lighten our load, give ourselves a marketing reset. That is the intention of this show. So if that resonates with you, I'm super glad you're here. And so this obviously is a different format. So we have lots of different formats on the GFR show. Oftentimes we are sharing uh, a guest with you that has had a journey full of struggle that has a divine purpose and you get to hear all about you know their life and their journey and how they got to be where they are today so this isn't so much of a departure of it because we're going to share with you like the shit show of our marketing past <laughs> and how we got here today so we're, this is no exception we're going to share with you about what we're doing and uh like a way to uh, snuggle up closer with us if this is resonating with you. So we'll share about that along the way. So I'm super excited to introduce Erin Chilston. And she, so, so we have these two roles in this unlaunch playground that we're playing in together. So I help you get clarity on your soapbox and the thing that you're taking a stand for, that fire in your belly. And Erin helps you design your experience. And so there's so much about the unlaunch that it is like, choose your own freaking adventure. It's, it's awesome. So we're going to talk about old school launches and marketing and kind of how the unlaunch blows the lid off of that. So her more formal bio is that she has been for 
like 13 years, she has been behind the scenes in seven figure launches, those crazy, complicated, costly launches. She was behind the scenes and she'll, she's going to confess here in a little bit about that. And she is super excited to be in a new chapter where she's taking a stand for full expression and just taking the lid off of sort of all of the things that she didn't resonate with in the old school way. And she's excited about representing this and being this for her girl. So she has two daughters and I have my daughter. And so we got the, the, the mom of daughters thing in common as well. Aaron Tilston, welcome to the GFR show. Why, hello, Lisa Turney. It's so nice to be on this side of the microphone. <laughs> I am so happy to have you on this side of the microphone. <laughs> so what else do you want? Is there anything you else you want to say in the context of your introduction? Or should we just jump into confessions? Well, I you think we should jump into the confessions. I think that sounds fun. Okay, all right. Or scary, one of those. Both of those. Yeah, and welcome to the GFR show, like confession booth. Oh man, <laughs> not as fun as a kissing booth, but more transformational, I think, depending on it, who you're kissing, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I imagine it looks kind of like you know Doctor Who, the blue thing. You go in, yes. and it's like this big thing on the inside, but small on the outside. <laughs> yes, that's our GFR show confession booth. I love that visual. That's awesome. <laughs> so okay, so I'm gonna start because. So for those of you that may not know me, or this may be your first show or however you got here. So my path, I've been doing this entrepreneur thing for 21 years before people had websites, before there was something called Facebook. It's kind of hard to, to believe, but that's how long I've been in this game. So I have been through the ringer with the evolution of online marketing and uh, the rigidity and the, the, the containers that you had to stuff yourself in and and all that. And of course, my first brand was conscious marketing. So already from inception, I was a bit out of the box. And so the unlaunch is such a refreshing place to live because it's, it's, it just feels like, um, like a snuggly blanket. My first confession needs a little bit of backstory. So, my, so in my old age here and as a mission-driven entrepreneur and in the, in, in the season of my mission that is get fucking real, I claimed that I was no longer willing to sacrifice enjoyment and fulfillment for money. Boom. Drop the mic. No longer willing to do that. And so as a result, I have a confession that I feel like is a failure in that context, which is my seven-figure business. It's great. I got the seven-figure t-shirt. I made a million dollars gross income in 2014. And my failure was that I created something that I did not wind up enjoying. So much so that I let it go, which when I say that sounds so simple, but I, it was a super tough decision. But in the end, I decided to just make the decision, even though I didn't know what I was going to do next and see where it went. Um, and so here's the after picture. <laughs> and that is a, a huge failure if you're looking at from the context of sacrificing fulfillment and enjoyment for money. So that is what I did. I'm no longer willing to do that. And I know y'all, it was a, I know, cause this show is about failures with a purpose. So I certainly know that was my like first biggest GFR moment was when I got real about that business not feeling good. So that's my first confession is that I created a seven figure business that really failed on what is my most important value right now. All right, Aaron, over to you. <laughs> we, can go, we can do like a, like a tennis game of uh, confessions. <laughs> yes, yes. So I, I got the ball, got it. So, you know, I 
have built these big seven figure launches and I worked behind the scenes and they were very successful and they were very stressful. Uh, not just for me on the marketing side, uh, not just for the business owner as their part and the, that front face of the whole campaign, uh, but for the entire team. And it's just that whole pull of the energy, that pushing and, and just all of that stuff. And, you know, with all of that, what was true for me, I couldn't bring it out. I couldn't say what I wanted to say. I couldn't help them see a different way. So, you know, I, my confession, the official confession is, yes, I did build seven figure launches, but they were complicated. They were costly and they were crazy. And I just didn't say otherwise. So I really wish I had, and that is why I'm here now doing it differently with the unlaunch. Yeah. And I happen to have been on the from some of them you did with me and some of them you mm -hmm. did with um, my former business partner, Lisa Sasevich, um, mm -hmm. who is a prior episode. And I remember, I remember you innovating, but I remember it was like, you're not kind of pushing a boulder up uphill, you know, it yeah. just didn't lend itself so much to the things you wanted to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think, I think that, and we'll talk more about this. It was due to the constraints within those, those old school launches, right? So it's kind of like, here's your box. And you have to go by, you know, this step and then you go by this step. And if you don't go by that, the box is going to break and nothing's going to work. So, you know, um, you can try and innovate a lot, but within certain constraints, you can't do a whole lot. Yeah. So I think let's talk about the old school launch and old school marketing so that everybody's on the same page. You know, I, most people that we talk to sort of have when I, we say old school launch, like, oh my God, like they have their own, you know, their association with it. So yeah, so let's talk about what, what, we're, what we mean when we're talking about old school launch or old school marketing. Yeah, so I guess I'll start with like an, uh, a definition of it, like an old, like a overall arc, arcing definition. And then we can kind of pick a couple things and, and highlight them. So Perfect. if I was to explain an old school launch, I would say it's a, campaign with a start and an end date. Very definitive. Um, here's your, your time period. Here's what you're doing. And within that, you had certain activities that you had to do on set timeline, and it had to be within a certain formula, Let's, for lack of a better word. And if you didn't do all these things in this order at these times, it could fall apart. And potentially, you would not get the results you were going for. So that's what we bought into, right? That there yeah. was this right way to do it. And if you didn't do it in that way, you wouldn't get the results. Yes, exactly. Yep. So now within that, uh, we've kind of identified some, some key points to it, right? And one of the ones that I know, I always had a hard time wrapping my, my head around and just making it happen for people was the artificial urgency, right? So uh, this thing is going to go away on this date. We're closing it all up, never can get in. Or, you know, hey, we only have this many of this thing and really you can't really limit that kind of thing. And what would make it even worse for me is, okay, you have what we would call um, the cart close day. And then, oh, lo and behold, three days later, it really wasn't closed. Come back in, come join us again. So I had a hard time Known as that. the cart reopen. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, man, I didn't like those cart reopens. Those weren't this did not feel good to me. Yeah. And sending a billion emails like on that day. Right. And then if you have a bunch of affiliates, like there'd be times where I would be getting a bunch of emails from a bunch of affiliates for the same launch on that day. And yeah, 
Yeah. It, yeah. it was very common to send six to eight emails on a cart closed day. Yeah. Yeah. That's heavy. And, and here I want to say, we're not saying these things don't work. Mm-hmm. Right. They do. They still work. People still do them. Yeah. Um, and they, if you like those types of things, is that what you want to do and it's successful for you, please, by all means, have, have your way. Um, but what we're saying, I think, Lisa Turney, is if it, you don't, if that doesn't feel good to you and that feels off or you can't see yourself going inside of that box, there is an alternative that we would like to show you. Yes, I'm super excited. So I have a confession. Ooh. I think there's going to be multiple confessions throughout the show. So is that I used artificial urgency in my, in my launches and in my business where I would say like, you know, there's only 15 spots and oh, there's only 10 spots and oh, there's only eight spots where there really wasn't a, ca a limiter. Like, yeah. so I used to have a program called Six Figure University, super successful. Uh, it's really fun. One of my old members from that is now working with me in my unmentor pods that I have. And it's really awesome to embrace our new mindset at the same time. Um, and I didn't have, when I created the Six Figure University, there wasn't really a limit. And I even had coaches and I had a whole team of people that helped the members. It was a great program, but there really wasn't ever a limit. <laughs> you know, I didn't really ever say, oh, I'm only taking this many, but, but the marketing indicated that I was. So we're, I mean, we're going to talk about the four on-launch pillars, the four, um, I didn't say that word right, the four on-launch pillars we're going to talk about here. And you'll see how each of the pillars sort of like speaks to some of the stuff that we didn't like about old school launches. And so there, we, so there is still a way, the strategy with art of urgency is, is trying to get people to make a decision. And the idea that they need to do it when they're in the energy or whatever, they need to do it. And what I really love is, is to really, it takes a little bit more work, just sort of like eating healthy takes a little bit more work than fast food. You know, it takes a little bit more work, but there's always nice organic natural urgency available yeah. if you do the work to look at it, figure it mm -hmm. out. And then you feel good about it. And the person on the other end feels good about it. It's just, just a nice warm welcome into it instead of, oh, there's these things and there's this amount. And it, it just, it starts off the relationship kind of on a bad foot and in, yeah. in, in the experience that I would rather create. Yeah. Okay. So I'll wait to share more about that when we get to our pillars. Yeah. So another thing that came up with the old school launches is the limited access or that that scarcity feeling and for me what came up for me when we were doing this is you're kind of you're it's like you've got your arms out and nobody can get close to you yeah. there's no connection there's no conversation it's just here's the thing go watch the thing go read the thing you know there's no of that two-way conversation which is way more in, in my ballpark, which is way more fun, right? I'd rather have those engaging conversations the entire time I'm sharing something or bringing a new idea up because in doing so, you're learning, you're growing, it's spreading. Whereas when you put your arms out like that, you're already telling people, no, there's a boundary. Like this isn't, I don't know. It just it feels artificial. It feels unwelcoming. Like there's a wall up. Yes, yes. And in my experience, what I bought into was that you can't have access to me unless you're paying a lot of money. So limiting access like was a way to charge more money, which 
I, I still believe that if people want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, there's a, a, an investment that's indicative versus like the GFR squad, which is we got a hundred people in there and it's 20 bucks a month. Right. So I, I get, you know, that makes logical sense to me, but, but what I really leaned into in my new season here is like, I want to snuggle up with my clients. I want to hear about what's going on with them from the, a, on a day-to-day -day basis. I want to be there for them. And it feels unnatural to not be intimate. And I didn't really realize how the keeping people at arm length, arm's length actually was part of what contributed to me not enjoying my former business. Yeah. And I think the next one that we could kind of touch on this journey is automation. Okay. And it, it, how it, because it's related, right? So you can try and simulate, I'm air quoting for people not on the video, simulate intimacy, right? You can try as hard as you want with automation, but you can't ever really achieve it. And also the other part for me with automation is, man, to set up good automation that works and takes people on the best journey you can provide with automation, it's a heavy lift. It takes time. It takes so much forethought. And then you have to have the technology to do it. I mean, it's just, there's a lot when you consider what all of automation is. And instead of that big heavy lift, perhaps you just kind of start having the conversations. You see where it goes. Yes, you're going to have your overall, you know, concepts where you're wanting to go, where you want people to end with you, but it doesn't have to all be robotic, I guess. Yeah. Is, is yeah. The best way to. Yeah, I totally agree. And so just to give an example of this, um, because some people that aren't super techie may not even like connect with what are we talking about. So Thank you, one yes. example, <laughs> one example, and you, I know you're, you're more techie, so you'll add to what I'm saying, but one example is the invention of the messenger bot, B-O-T, mm -hmm. messenger bot. And it, it, there's now a way to, when people like to send a messenger message and when people reply they're almost now opted in to a thing that now has like these automated conversations but simulates as if it's a person which is that mm -hmm. thing that i fucking hate and you kind of most of the time know it's really not a person but 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 not you know it's just it's right it's just a it's like oh it's like um catfishing i just had oh. this awareness erin i feel like that that's the so vibe true. that i get is it's like catfishing and so, yes. and so I love message, Facebook messenger. I have come from a place where I did not like it. I was like, why are people messaging me? No, um, to, oh, I love this. Like I get to reach out to people and have like a, like a text conversation. And so I've invited people to the, to the show. I've shared with them the commandments. I let them know when we did our un unlaunch unveiling training and I just like just, it was just fun to be able to do that. So that is the automated, an example of automated versus more natural and like yeah. high touch and yeah. 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 And it's, it's so funny. I was actually just watching squirrel watching on Netflix, this show where they were doing the catfishing and what you just said is so true with that bot, because do you ever really know if you're talking to a human? Because in those bot situations, you can then go talk also right you can type it, yes, and have an right. actual conversation it so then, to a real person yeah yeah mm -hmm. it, so then it's just kind of like shock or whiplash or like what's going on you can't really figure it out so yeah i just yeah i feel like there's so much that we it used to be personal that we've made impersonal mm -hmm. you know yeah. like there used to not be like automated email blasts you know back in my day you know <laughs> it was you know there wasn't such a thing and now you know and then yeah anyway we can go on and on about that so 
So one last thing with the old school that I think is worth mentioning is that uh, the old school way of like making offers and was like quantity, mm. quantity. I'm going to give you like all these bonuses and bonus, 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 bonus. And like, just and, like stack up that value. It's like $40,000 worth of bonuses for $9.97 today. And, you know, and you get Kinso knives as a part of it and you <laughs> act now before, you know, like that. And she's like, ugh. But wait, you know, there's more. But the, wait, there's, thank you. I was thinking of the other things. Yeah, but wait, there's more. And, and again, we're not saying this shit doesn't work. It didn't work for us. And we were determined to find a different way. And we have, and we were, that's what we're teaching today. So we're going to, yep. I think we transition now to our four unlaunched pillars. And something that we haven't talked about yet, even on our trainings that we've done, or even in anything we've shared, we have come up with like an unlaunched glossary of terms and Ooh. we're in a, we're creating these new words because the old words have baggage you know they just there is a craving on our part to put a name on these new concepts and not have it at all associated with yeah. the old concepts so we're going to go through the four unlaunched pillars and we're going to describe each of the pillars and then we're going to pull out some of the terminology that we're birthing along the way to basically teach this innovative thing. Like for, for any of you listening that have ever felt like you're a bit of a thought leader or you're a little bit of ahead of your time or you feel like what you're sharing is so unique that it's almost hard to explain. Like we got you, we totally feel you. I totally feel you. I've been working with people like you for the 21 years I've been in business because it's the it's it's those mission driven entrepreneurs that are have a unique message that have the hardest time mm. getting that work you know that message out there so yeah at Aaron I was just talking yesterday with a gal and she was saying that there was always this gap like she said that I just felt like I I didn't know how to meet people where they were at I didn't know how to talk about my her thing was worthiness and it's just such amazing work She's like, but I didn't know how to, because not everybody wants to talk about the worthiness, right? You know, and there's other barriers, just like having something unique that's hard to explain, but there's also that when you're confronting somebody on something, she's like, I just didn't know how to meet them where they were at so then I could then bring them over. And so I've been doing that forever with with what I've been teaching with conscious marketing. And um, and now we're we're rolling those things into that, what we're doing with Unlaunch. So I hope that you that you can kind of see that we're in that boat right now too, is we have something that's innovative and we have different terminology. So we're gonna give you a little glossary of terms along the way when we as we go through the four the four unlaunched pillars. I'm excited to talk about this glossary. Me too. It's fun. Yes. We're, so Aaron and I both like <laughs> making up words. Yeah. Um, my husband, it drives him crazy because I literally <laughs> will like combine. I wish I had examples. Yeah, I would really, literally like, I wanted to say excited and and happy. And so it's, it's, it's exciting pay. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just make up words and, and I just, yeah. Or I'll use a word wrong, but I'm like, you know what I mean? You know, it's mm -hmm. like, it's like, I decide there's like a new way to use it. So yeah. yeah. Like in with me and my kids. So if, if they've done something and like, for example, we like snacks. Um, we have a little bit of a snack problem over here I and we love snacks. Well, and so we're always like playing with things. And one of our favorites is actually you, you make the popcorn and then you put pretzels in it and then mm -hmm. you mix in the butter. It's so good. Try it. Oh, but yes. so when we get a really good snack and it's like so good, but it's so terrible. I now just say, oh, it's terrible because it's so good, but you don't want to eat it because you know you're not supposed to, like you're breaking all the rules. So 
That's, I love that's that example. example. Yeah. Yep. So it's a snareable. It's snareable. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is so snareable. Okay. Oh gosh. Yes. All right. Do you want to? So so should I take the first one or what? Yes. Go for okay. it. Okay. All right, y'all. So here are the. So this is our way of sharing what's in our brain around what makes the unlaunch approach unique. And so we called it pillars. So we have four unlaunch pillars. And by the way, I hope you know, if you, if you just like are eating this up with a spoon and you just want to dive deeper, we're going to let you know how you can do that. And we, we have a, a place where we have um, recordings of the trainings we've done so far and all that. So don't worry about that. So have fun listening and then, and see if how much you resonate with all this. So Pillar number one, unlaunch pillar number one is take a stand. Mm. So here I am, the host of the GFR show. <laughs> and uh, it's so indicative of GFR commandment number three, which is don't worry about being normal, proper, polite. And that confession question is where am I not speaking my truth? So this completely applies to pillar number one, take a stand. Because what I now know and I firmly like believe is that the fire that a mission-driven, purpose-driven, heart-centered entrepreneur, business owner, the asset that you have that is the most valuable, that is going to give you fuel for eternity to hold space for no matter what happens, is your soapbox. It is the stand you want to take. And so now... Um, I don't work with anybody unless we can really like, like they want to take a stand and they want their soapbox. When Aaron and I were putting together, like basically how the unlaunch, like the actual approach was birthed was when I part, it started partly when I launched the show and we didn't want to like do like this crazy thing, like everybody had done. Mm -hmm. And then I had the unmentor program that I was launching unlaunching. I was launching, but I didn't want to launch it because I hated that word. So we created something for me, a campaign that was completely out of the box and flowed and like was inspired and all. And we created this thing for the Unmentor program. And, and then we're like, oh, we're onto something here. And it was like Aaron's brain meeting my marketing brain. And it was like magic was happening. It was like chocolate peanut butter, y'all. And really? Uh, yay. And then we started teaching it to my unmetric clients. And then we're like, okay, we need to, we need to like start talking about this wider because people are really wanting an alternative. And, and so that's how it all came about. And so when we were really getting clear on the, the pieces of it, you know, I'd been talking about soapbox when I talked about GFR commandment number three, she said, oh my gosh, like the soapbox has to be like a pillar. Like it has, it, we, they have to have their soapbox. And so before any emails can be written or any timelines created or milestones or goals, it's like, what are you taking a stand for? Who are you taking a stand for and why? When we work with people more closely, that is like where we start because that's the fire and it makes it so fun. Like, so our soapbox for our unlaunch, for the unlaunch okay, with us, you know, was we hate launches. And we were just like, yay, we hate launches. And, and, and it, we did, and it we did a dance us. just like that. We did a dance. Like if you can't see me, I'm like with like a kid, like with the two fists and like, like they're getting ice cream. Like you know, that, 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 that's how, see, it made us giggle every time we talked about it. And then, then we started talking about fuck launches. Actually first it was fuck launches. Cause you know, we like that word. Um, and then it became, I hate launches. So that was our soapbox. 
And so that is, so that is a key piece of the take a stand. So that's one of the terms, soapbox. Do you want to talk about declarations? Well, I, uh, I would actually like you to talk about the declarations. Okay. So I thought you would say that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and at first we were calling them assertions because that's sort of like the energy is like what it's like, it's like your thesis, you know, it's like, so you have your soapbox and underneath your soapbox are your declarations and the declarations feel the whole thing. It feels the content. If you're going to choose to do video, it feels that if you choose to do like blog posts, it feels that if you choose to do, um, emails or whatever Facebook lives, Facebook lives or whatever. You, so it's a choose your own adventure. We'll get to that pillar. Whatever you choose to do, your declarations fuel that content. So you're not having to like think, do a lot of thinking. And so then you, when you have soapbox in your declarations, it's like, okay, now you can proceed um, to that's, that's the, the, the heart of your messaging. Yeah. It gives you the, the clarity and the confidence, right. To go forward and do this brand new idea or this, you know, bring this debut, whatever you're working on. It gives you that clarity that you need to go do all the other things with the marketing. Yes, totally. And then the last uh, term for in this pillar with the take a stand pillar, pillar number one is ideal aligned clients. Mm -hmm. So 21 years ago, when I birthed the consciousmarketing.com business and body of work, I started using the term ideal clients. I believe I was the first one to use it. And it's kind of fun to see how it's now sort of like a everyday term. But I, I used to comp for a while. I was like, no, it doesn't just mean your niche or like your demographic, like, no, no, no. Ideal client is a specific thing. And so I got, kind of got tired of saying that because it was, it started to become a watered down thing and it mm -hmm. lost sort of its, you know, its specificity. It's so, vibrance. It's vibrance. Yes. And so I so talk about alignment all the time that your business needs to feel aligned. And if you can't see me, like I always like kind of start with, I like put my head like in a, my hand near my head and I kind of draw down to my heart. Like that's alignment. Your business must feel aligned and feel good. And so do your ideal clients. So it's not just ideal clients now, it's ideal aligned clients. And really those are the people that you are specifically called to work with. And those are the people that, that are going to resonate with your soapbox and your declarations. And so that's part of the take a stand pillar is, is really claiming those aligned clients, ideal aligned clients. And you know, I got to say it, right? I got to say you're humans. I have to say it. When you, humans. whenever you work with us and you come in and we help you with this, I will call them your humans. You're humans. Yes. Erin is, is, is <laughs> for humanity. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's pillar number one. Unlaunch pillar number two is sincere and generous and y'all this is where you get to really give your best stuff and this is one of my most exciting parts of all of this because when you do that you're just kind of like hey come on in here's the good stuff and everybody wants to lean in right so this is where you're building the longer term relationship you're creating that trust and that connection and that bond and you just do it so much faster when you give your best stuff rather than watered down or, you know, scripted talks and stuff like that. Yes, again, that stuff works, but here you're just building something that's sustainable and reliable for your business. I think I'll add that a little story about where the word sincere was birthed because it was a very, it's a very intentional word. When the pandemic first started, there was a flood in the marketplace with people wanting to help or appearing to help. 
And it was so overwhelming. Like everybody like giving away things and some people giving away because they truly wanted to help and some people appearing and feeling like they were taking advantage of the situation. And so one of my clients who is, they're just beautiful people have a program on overwhelm and they're like, we just really want to give this like, but, and, and, and we really want to you know, like let people know that they can, we can work more deeply with them, but we're like, we're afraid of making an offer. We don't want it to be inappropriate and, you know, really want to be delicate. And I just said, like, are, like, are you truly, is your intention truly that you want to help? And I knew the answer, but I wanted them to, they said, yes, yes. And I said, as long as you are sincere, you are truly sincere about just wanting to help and that your offer, even if it's something paid, <laughs> your offer comes from that place, you don't ever have to worry about the time and place of your offer. And we, we got so our panties in a bunch about this because we equate it to selling. And then we have baggage around selling and that we're being pushy or being whatever. We're going to like finagle people into it, right? If you use sincere and generous as your compass, you cannot go wrong. One of the, one of the pieces you could choose in your choosing your own adventure for your unlaunch is, is hosting an interactive live event. Now, what, what we're not talking about in old school is a webinar. And I feel like I have baggage on webinars. Like I don't even want to call anything we do a webinar because it's become such a structured thing with like a, like a pressury kind of offer. And like, it, it used to be just the technology was a webinar. <laughs> there was a visual and you know, but the generous interactive event, this is so that I want to show you how like, that's one of our terms now. It could be anything. Like I did an unmentored town meeting because I felt like I just wanted to get all these unmentored people in the unmentored generation together and like talk about it. And that was the vibe. And so I called it a town meeting and I did some training and I did some coaching and whatever. So I want you to think about where can you be generous? And, and for many people, it's thinking about and considering giving away things that you've charged for in the past. And I think we've, the old school way is to keep everything close to the vest and not give away too much. And if you give away too much, they're going to feel like they got the transformation and all this stuff. And I just think like, I don't feel like we need to do that anymore. We do need to be clear on what they're not getting. And we do need to be clear on the, the bigger transformation, like for sure. Um, but we also could just really give freely and be generous right now. And so, so that's generous interactive event is our uh, glossary from the on launch. And the other, uh, the other term is authentic strategy session offer or authentic call to action. There's so much that I'm teaching about this now because there's so much uh, old school teaching about giving a call to action or an offer or a strategy session, which is more of an enrollment style conversation that is not, does not feel authentic. And so uh, the one thing I guess I want to share about it is really claiming the transformation that people get when they talk with you. Because whether your intention is to interview them to be a client, so that's specific terminology I'm using. If your intention is to interview them to be a client, there always is a transformation that they get from that conversation or that we give from that conversation. So it's just really being authentic. Like this is, you know, whether we work together or not, like you're going to have like a reset in this area, you know, or you're going to really walk away with like a, like an awakening of some sort or something, you know, and then the authentic part is just like, you know, we may explore or entertain or consider working together if it feels like a fit. So just 
authentic strategy session, authentic call to action. So those are a couple more of our terms from pillar number two, which is sincere and generous, which really is a whole come from that we embrace with the way we build the on launch. I love all of it. Are we ready for pillar number three? We are. <gasps> all right. This one is my favorite. I'm very, ah, yes. <laughs> all right. Low so tech. Pill <laughs> pillar number three is choose your own adventure. And this is where I get all excited because this is where <laughs> your, your marketing is really, your marketing strategies are matched with your personal strengths and what fills you up and what you enjoy. And that is the key to successful marketing, right? That's what makes your marketing work. And so um, I've kind of done this throughout my 13 years, but it's been stifled, right? You couldn't really do all of that inside boxes and formulas and whatnots. But the way that I like to best explain this is I loved the, the, the card game with my kids when they were little. So if you, I don't know if everybody's played this, but Lisa Turney, stick with me here, okay. where you flip over one card and it's a golden egg and you flip over another card and it's a dragon. Well, they don't match, right? So you got to flip them back over and try again. So with this concept, I have that visual in it where you're flipping over the card. Okay, I like to do videos. Fabulous. Now, what's over here under this card? What goes with videos? What do you also have fun with uh, with the videos? Um, where can you showcase that that video? Uh, is it Facebook? Do you like Facebook? And do you like writing emails? Can you use it in emails? So it's just kind of this whole mixing and matching and finding what works best for you, so you can pour it into this whole container that we're creating, right? So. I like to say that, you know, as, as entrepreneurs, we step out of our comfort zone a lot, but you still in, in this arena here, we want to play to our strengths. So that's exactly what this is with the mixing and the matching, right? I guess, let me go over some of the terms. One of my favorite ones is the uh, intentional repurposing. So what this naturally does in an integrated fashion is you're creating all these pieces and maybe you're putting that video on Facebook, or maybe you did a Facebook live. Now you have a video. What can you do with that video? Can it go onto YouTube? Can you send it to your email list? You're just naturally building in all these buzzwords from marketing in a way that feels good to you and in a way that serves all your people, all your humans, right? So uh, integrated repurposing is kind of that. Intentional that repurposing, yeah. Yes, yes, thank you. Intentional but repurposing. Yeah, but integrated is a really key word for this whole, the, whole, the unlaunch is a integrated holistic approach. That would be a, a buzzword for the whole thing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, and when we did the unveiling training last week, we kind of talked about marketing and silos. And so if you think about marketing, you have your launch, right? This old school launch with the start and the end date and all these things happening and then it's done, it's over. But then you have your everyday marketing. And so they were so drastically different and people thought about them so differently and they studied them differently. And in this way that we're kind of talking about, we're, we're bringing them together. They weave together. So anything you do with your unlaunch supports your everyday marketing. And yes. it, these concepts can be used every day too. So. Yes. And I find that word repurposing and content marketing mm. to be very overwhelming concepts because it basically says like you should be posting in Facebook and then putting it in Instagram and then putting it in Twitter and putting it LinkedIn and you should be writing a blog and then putting it here and putting it there and putting it there and you should be doing this and it's- And you should post it at 7 p.m. <laughs> right, there's a right time and a right day to post it and like all these things and, and that's the everyday marketing and it's like so overwhelming if you think about all these things that you should be doing and this is like people come to me and they're sort of like, short-circuited robot. Like they just don't even know yeah. what to do. And so it's like, 
ah, it's like, let's take a breath. Let's like, let's, let's really look at what do you really enjoy, which is going to, I'm going to let you share the next, the next um, glossary of term because I know oh you're God. super excited about it. But I just, I wanted to like the intentional repurposing is like, that is the type of repurposing that we utilize when you choose your own adventure and build your own specific customize for you mm. on launch experience. Can we talk about the next one? We yes, guys, I know. we just came up with this term not too long ago. And let me tell it's you. me hungry. That's the first problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does that. So it's called the strategy snack bar, right? And so this is where you get to pick those things that feel good to you. And you can go to the snack bar. Here's all these things, right? And you can pick and choose. Do you like the pretzels today? Or do you want the Milky Way? Or, you know, salty, sweet, I don't know. Ice you can cream, just kind I of, want ice cream. You want ice cream? What kind of ice cream? Oh, well, I just bought my favorite uh, <gasps> this morning when I went to the store because I like to do have treats on the weekends. And it is, uh, Talenti is the brand, and it is chocolate peanut butter cup. Oh. It is- I- the best version of chocolate and peanut butter ice cream ever. I just discovered this one. It's vanilla ice cream, but it has fudge swirls. And when you eat it, the fudge just like melts in your mouth. It's the most fantastic thing ever. See, I have a texture thing, right? Ah, So yeah, yeah, so I I like, it has actual peanut butter cups in it. And it also has the peanut butter ribbon throughout the chocolate ice cream. Well, look at the hat. We are totally squirreling. So that is how much we, so strategy snack bar, you, you, it is our way of saying, choose what you enjoy. You get to create this however you want. And if you don't like Facebook, you don't have to fucking be on Facebook. And Mm -hmm. it's almost like when we say this to people, they're like, what? You know, it's like, the only thing we would say is you do need to do stuff. (laughs) It does take some energy you know, it does take some intentionality. Like this is why we have the unlaunch incubator, which I'll tell you about in a little bit is because we wanted to create a container where we hold people's hands and then you actually do the thing and we're right there with you while you do the thing and post the thing and like start to walk it out because the snack bar is, um, it's such a mind blowing concept. When we say to people, you don't actually need to do something that you don't like. Yeah. You don't, I thought I did, you know? Mm. And of course this is what, has people feel like they need to give up their business and that they weren't cut out for it. And that's what makes us really sad. And that's why we're shouting on launch. Yeah. And I, I think another thing to touch on there too is the feeling of inadequacy with yes. old school. You know, yeah. um, if one thing fell through the cracks, it's like, okay, we broke the thing. Now we can't do anything. We got to stop. Or, it's and the- if I failed, I must have done something not right. Even though I think yeah. I did it all right, if it didn't, if I didn't get clients or make the money goal, then I must have not done it right. And so we, you know, I've, we've been counseling people with launch PTSD and mm-hmm. like marketing shame. And I say these things in jest because I would never make fun of the true like mental illness of PTSD. And there, I mean, I did talk with a gal who had to go to therapy because she spent like 20 grand on this like automated, you know, evergreen funnel thingy and put her heart and soul into it. And then nothing happened. And of course she just felt like it was her fault. And then she felt guilty about the money. And then she felt like, you know, like she must've done it wrong. And then she felt like maybe Mm -hmm. I'm not even cut out for this. And I just was like, it just broke my heart. It is heartbreaking. Yeah. It is. And so I have a confession because we went a few minutes here without confessing. So Mm -hmm. 
I have a confession in that um, I went through a pretty dark time in the, like about four years before the seven figure business. Um, Cause the seven figure business was, was built on launches, but I went through a time where I really felt like an idiot. Like I, I, I felt like stupid or I felt like here I'm a marketing expert and I just felt I, I had a lot of um, judgment obviously of myself because I, I love to train and teach and I freaking could not, I could not fit myself in the box that I was being told that I needed to fit in. Like how, and we call them now interactive live events because it creates like a whole smorgasbord that you can possibly choose from. But I just, I, it was so hard for me to follow the formula and say that some of the things that I was told I needed to say in the teach, in the space of like teaching. And I just, like, I just like hung my head in shame. And there was all this pressure about making sales at the end. And like, even, and then this was like in person, you know, or I would, you know, chosen to speak at an organization. And they said, well, if you don't sell 50% of the room, you're not coming back. And I just, I just want you all to know that I just, and this wasn't just a one-time thing in my 21 years, but I'm just thinking like, I am confessing that I had like deep, deep, what I thought was insurmountable insecurity and lack of confidence in an area that I think I am so natural at, which is what I'm doing right now, speaking <laughs> and teaching. And I just, I knew that there was, I had a natural ability, but they were, but I really allowed all of those old school things to kind of zap my confidence. And so I just want to share that with you. And I hope that what we're sharing today gives you a marketing reset and, and, and has you really begin to say like, I am a fucking awesome person and I know my shit and um, I'm going to figure, I, I want you to have like, I want to figure, I'm going to figure out a way to get out there what I do in a way that feels good to me so that I could do my work. I can help the people, the humans. Help the humans. I want a banner. <laughs> help the, I think that would be cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number so four? Go on, pillar number four. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pillar number four is adapt. And I will try not to laugh when I say it. It's my favorite word now of all of these things, but this is where you let the snowball pick up and just you build speed naturally with with everything that, that we've talked about so far. So with the adapting, if you think about it, as you're doing all these activities that you're having fun with, you're having conversations, you're building relationships, and perhaps oh no, the kid didn't make it onto the school bus and you've got to go drive them into school now, but you can't, you had this Facebook live on the calendar. It's okay. Don't stress out about it. It's all going to work out. Maybe you do that Facebook live 30 minutes later, an hour later, maybe you do it the next day. This is where adapting in this way, in this approach within this container is okay. Right, Lisa Turney, wouldn't you say? I would absolutely say. So I think it's like a it's a adapting. I think there's different places that the the snowball applies, which is one of our terms. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I like flash on the screen, like glossary of terms, snowball, snowball, snowball. <laughs> um, so I think it's the adapting has to do with the speed, but it also has to do with the message and the content. And so the snowball allows for it to build in terms of you keeping your ears open for things that are not landing the way that you thought they would and questions or even 
challengers or haters, which mm. which we celebrated, we got our first hater. Um, <laughs> you know, people that challenge the ideas give you more insight as to how to best describe it. And so, yeah. what was super valuable for me in the Unmentor program unlaunch was that obviously it's a new freaking word and people think it just meant no mentoring, you're totally on your own and you know you can figure it out. That's not what I meant. And so, but the more I shared that word and the more I got that feedback, the more I got different terminology and ways to, to describe it. And so that's the snowball too, is that your message snowballs and grows as well as speed, which doesn't mean it picks up speed and goes faster. It just means the speed period, like slow down, speed mm -hmm. up. You know, sometimes, you know, as a mission-driven entrepreneur and a thought leader type of person, you know, what I realized during this whole pandemic is that we, not only do we have ups and downs like everybody else, but we have ins and outs. Sometimes we just need to go in and we're incubating, you know, and sometimes we're like, all right, I've incubated, I got shit to say, you know? And so the unlaunch allows for, for that as well. Very variable speed, variable of message um, and what's included and, um, and just downright adaptability, which um, we like to call divine right time. Um, and obviously we didn't coin this phrase, <laughs> but when it applies to marketing, divine, just, just even just let it wash over you. Divine right time. Oh, oh good. Oh, good. Because mm. I thought it needed to look like this. And when I worked with Erin and she helped me create my timeline, this is what we planned out, but it's okay. It's okay. You're, it could be life stuff. You got sick, a kid, whatever. It could just be energetic. Uh, it could be, you know, the physical thing. It could also just be, wait, I'm not feeling this. Like, I was so excited for this declaration and this, you know, but I just, I'm not feeling this. It's okay. Or I, I was going to do this interactive event, but I'm not, I'm just not sure. And so, gosh, what a, like, ah, I'm all about flow in this, like, unmentor season of my business the last couple of years with the with the inception of GFR. And so pillar number four, adapt. Divine yeah. right time. And I think it was on the unveiling training, Lisa, when you said something like this, and I'm going to paraphrase y'all, but I love the way you talked about the snowball when if you were to picture a snowball rolling down a hill and as the snowball is rolling, it's picking up the stick over here and it's picking up that rock over there and it's picking up these things and it's accumulated them and it's getting bigger. And so when she was sharing about, you know, as you're having these conversations or as people are bringing up objections or as you're learning and evolving the message, you're picking up these things and they're staying with you and the message is growing. And when you said it that way, it was just kind of like the light bulbs went off. You know what I mean? It was just such yes. a good visual to go I love that. I love that. And so I'll build on that and I'll say like, we, there was one point in our unlaunch for the unlaunch where we had a Facebook live. I think it was scheduled for a Friday or Thursday. And then we like said, we're going to do it on Tuesday. And then we didn't do it on Tuesday. We did it on Wednesday. But by the time Wednesday came, it was like five days later, we had different stuff to say. And wow. I, I'm so conscious of this, of like, oh, I'm saying this because of that conversation I had. And oh, I'm saying this because of that question I got. And so too, like, just like, you know, when the, your GPS has you go around an accident and you just sort of trust it. It's like, that's what the universe is doing. And so we embrace that with the unlaunch approach. Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. So those are the four pillars. So just to review, pillar number one is take a stand. And we talked about your soapbox, your declaration, your divine aligned client. Pillar number two is sincere and generous. We talked about your authentic strategy session or call to action. We talked about your generous interactive event. 
Um, the third pillar is choose your own adventure. Like those books when we were kids and it would say, if you want to go here, go to this page. And if you want to go there, go to this page. I love those books. Me too. And we talked about intentional repurposing. So in intentional, because you are forcing the flow of interesting you to a specific goal, filling a specific program. It's very intentional. And then the strategy snack bar, which made us totally go off on a tangent about our favorite ice cream. We want to know yours. <laughs> Post, email us. We want to know your favorite ice cream. Um, and then um, pillar number four is adapt, is adapt. And we talked about the snowball and divine right time. So we, we hope that you got the gift of a marketing reset from this this podcast episode and this video or wherever you're ingesting this awesome information. Mm. And I just want to, I want to end with a, a little story that my husband shared with me that really uh, helped me land on a quote. That's so, I think is a, a great way to end. So I'm going to teasing that because before I end with that quote, I want to say that. Um, so obviously, cause we're very authentic here. <laughs> Transparent. Obviously, there is a way to work with us more closely in creating your unlaunch. Um, we have something we're calling the unlaunch incubator. And depending on when you're uh, watching or listening to this, we're starting one in August. And then the uh, people that start in August will be unlaunching in September. And we don't know when the next incubator is, but we do have a way for you to get more information and check it out. And that is to go to F launches dot com or as my husband said when he saw it flaunches so talk about making making up words flaunches <laughs> <laughs> somebody i shared flaunches with he was so awesome uh it was uh, adam chabelle yeah and his uh podcast casting the pod he said oh look at that flaunches on that guy you know so he's like, <laughs> had, he was like having so much fun with the word so flaunches.com. So if you go there, um, you can get the recording of any inter interactive events that we've done um, on this topic. And you will also get information on how to inquire about the incubator. If you want to go right to expressing interest about the incubator, do flaunches.com forward slash incubator. So flaunches.com to get all the training that we've done so far. And if you're like, I am so interested in this incubator thing, go to flaunches.com forward slash incubator go somewhere, do something, take some action if this is in interest of you or speaks to you. And then whatever we have going on, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, if you go to forward slash incubator and there isn't like a way to apply, then it'll you'll be able to go on a wait list. So with our the final story and the final quote, uh, and I'm so, Erin, I'm so happy to do this with you. It's so fun. Yes, indeed. I'm so finally fun. here with you. I know. You know, it's funny <laughs> when, we start, when we decided to partner um, on the... Um, unlaunch adventure and we were looking at our podcast schedule she's like do we get to do a podcast do we get to do a podcast so i'm so excited to get to do this with you um and for people to get to meet you and 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 see and feel your brilliant brain and all that you've put into creating a, a, an alternative for people that are really looking for an alternative you know gfr is is all about being inclusive and honoring of people's individuality and not being ashamed about any anything at all that's ever happened to you or that you've done or that's part of your story. We are just like, we love all of you and acknowledge that it's all part of your journey and has made you the person you are today. And so for us to now have an alternative for people that are feeling like they are just on the fringe when it comes to marketing, well, welcome. <laughs> mm -hmm. Fly your flag here. We, yes. you know, we welcome you. 
Okay, so uh, so the last little quote that I want to share really uh, is a great little cherry on top. So when I was talking to my husband Greg, which by the way, he's the announcer voice for the podcast. Ah, yes. Um, so I don't know if ever, I don't I haven't said that in a while. So if you you hear, he's like, "Welcome to yeah." That's that's my hubby. He has an awesome announcer voice. So when I was telling him what we were doing with um, with the unlaunch and really helping people that have you know, shame and like just baggage with their past marketing efforts. He said, he's like, oh, that reminds me of that Bill O'Neill. He goes, that reminds me of what Bill O'Neill said to me. And I was like, well, who the F is Bill O'Neill? <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like that guy. He's like, so, so Bill O'Neill is the founder of Investors Business Daily, which has been around for, I think, 20 or 30 years as like the premier, like go-to place for uh, advice and insight on investments. And he's written a billion books. And so Greg went to go meet him and stood in line to have him sign his book. And when he got up to him, he said, he said, Hey, you know, have you ever made a bad investment? Like, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm new to this and I'm afraid I'm gonna make some bad investments. And Bill said, I never made a bad investments. I either made money or I paid for knowledge. Mm -hmm. So I never made a bad investment. I either made money or I paid for knowledge. So if you could allow yourself to just acknowledge that everything you've done up until now is that you've just paid for knowledge, it will give you a marketing reset and allow you to uh, tinker with some of the concepts that we are sh that we shared today. I love that quote and in how it relates to, you know, getting rid of all that other stuff. And that was just knowledge, you know, it really was. I love it. Perfect awesome. little blanket to wrap us up. Hmm. So thank you, Aaron, for being on the GFR show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this uh, confession, marketing confession-based episode. If you have any confessions you want to share with us, would love to hear them. Email us, message me, do the thing, whatever the thing is, to mm -hmm. take action on what you learned today. And the next right action might be to go to flaunches.com. Uh, forward slash incubator, check it out, um, get any of the, the past training and um, allow, give yourself permission to find your own way so that you can do the work that people are waiting for you to do. Bye-bye nice. for now, everybody.